Welcome to Enjoying Everyday Life with New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer. On today's program, Joyce will be teaching from her series, What is Love? Anytime we are loving someone, God is there. Because love is not something God does, it's who He is. God is love. Wherever love is, God is. Now, here's Joyce with today's teaching. Love is not arrogant, proud, or rude. A haughty person always thinks they're better than other people. They always think they're right. They look down on people that aren't as intelligent as they are. They look down on people that aren't as educated as they are. They can make you feel really stupid. And that's something we should never do. We should never make anybody feel stupid. We should always lift people up. I hope that every time somebody's around me, I can make them feel a little bit better. I read one time that when you leave somebody's presence, they may not always remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. Amen. When you're in a group of people and say there's 10 people there and you know five of them and five you don't know, well, we're all tempted to go to the five we know because that's comfortable. But if there's somebody there that looks lonely and feels, you can tell they feel out of place, sacrifice and go talk to them. Don't talk to the ones you're comfortable with. Go and make somebody else feel better. Amen. These are just simple things that God has told me and taught me over the years. You see, love is something. It's something, it's not just a word, it's something that people can feel. It's something that improves their life. It's something that makes them better. It heals. Real love is what heals broken hearts. Dave loves me unconditionally. And most of you know the story I was abused for probably 15 of the 18 years I lived at home. Married the first guy that came along because I thought nobody would ever want me. Desperate people make desperate decisions. Another five years of agony and misery. He was a con man and a thief and wouldn't work and ran around with other women all the time. And finally, in desperation, I went back home to my mom and dad's house knowing I was going to spend all my time trying to avoid my dad. But I had a baby by then and didn't know what to do. Couldn't stay with this guy anymore. Couldn't stay with myself. What else am I going to do? And I hadn't been at home very long, and Dave Meyer pulled up in front of our house to pick up the young man that he worked with that lived upstairs. My parents owned a two-family flat. And he'd been praying for a wife, and in his prayer, he told God, make it somebody that needs help. <laughs> now, I mean, who would pray for that? I mean, if you've prayed for a husband or a wife, I'm sure you've prayed for perfection. You didn't pray for somebody that was a mess. I don't even, I mean, when I think about How we got together and what happened, I mean, it, it, was, it is so God that Dave and I are together. I don't even know how to tell you how God that it is. And you know what? You never know when your miracles are going to drive up in front of your house. 
And so he thought I was cute. I had on short shorts and was washing my mother's car. And he said, hey, when you're finished washing that car, you want to wash mine? And I said, if you want your car washed, buddy, wash it yourself. And honestly, I'm telling you the truth. He says to this day, the thing that went off in him was that's the girl for me. Now, what is wrong with you? I mean, he, he, there was only one of two things. He was crazy or he was really being led by the Holy Spirit. We had five dates and got married. And he was born again, filled with the Spirit, been in church all of his life, and I was nuts. Now, I had been born again when I was nine years old. It's a good thing or I would have never survived the mess with my dad. I never, never really got any education after that, but I look back at my life now and I know that God took care of me. He took care of me. He didn't, he didn't get me out of the situation. He didn't answer the prayer that I was praying, but I believe his will was done. He didn't get me out of it, but he got me through it. And you know what I got? I gained equipment to be able to help you. So, listen to me. Sometimes you have to suffer in order to go through some things that are gonna give you the equipment and the experience that you need to do what God wants you to do later on in life. Amen. And our first date, we went bowling. And Dave said, would you like something to drink? I said, yeah, I'll have a beer. He said, would you like a glass? I said, nope, the bottle will be just fine. We, after we'd been married three weeks, he looked at me and he said, what's wrong with you? So, but I mean, he has just, in the beginning, I didn't even know what love was. I didn't know how to love anybody. I didn't know how to receive love. I had no idea what love was. And, but he loved me. And one of the things he did for me, and, and I want you to know this because maybe you're living with somebody, maybe you're married to somebody that's really hard to love. And uh, I'm gonna tell you something that Dave did for me that at the time made me so mad I wanted to rip his head off, but he, no matter how bad I acted, he would not let me make him unhappy. Now, I want you to hear that. If you're in relationship with somebody that's got problems, don't be codependent on their problems. In other words, you know, if they're not happy, that doesn't mean you don't have to be unhappy. Don't wait every day to see how they behave before you know how you're going to behave. Come on. You make a decision that Jesus is your joy. I would get so mad because unhappy people want to make other people unhappy. And I would just get so mad because he'd go around and be happy. And I just thought, you don't care about the pain I'm in. You don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I'd feel sorry for myself and have my pity parties. You all, you all know the routine. <laughs> but eventually I saw that Dave had something that I wanted. And this is where 
if you can go through it, you can really help somebody. Because people who have been hurt and mistreated, they don't always need a sermon, they need an example. Amen? And we try to tell everybody what they ought to do, and we need to show them. Dave has loved me unconditionally, and I know that it's a gift that God's given him. Don't think you're better than other people. The Bible says that whatever we can do, we do it by the grace of God. Whatever I'm good at, the gift I operate in when I teach is a gift of grace. <laughs> it's not hard for me. I mean, I work hard, I study, and I come prepared, but more than anything, I just try to be submitted to what God wants to do. And uh, I'm trying to kind of move everybody along here to surrender to God. I mean, what if you're a single lady or a single man that wants to get married and instead of praying for somebody perfect and spiritual and what if you just prayed, God, you use me however you want to. Yeah, you ain't too excited about that, are you? That's right, I got enough teaching to get you through the next 20, 30 years. You, you'll make it. For by the grace of God given unto me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to. <laughs> Let me tell you something. We are less than nothing without God. He is everything, and we are nothing without him. That's what humility is. That dependence on God, that knowing that apart from him, you can't do anything. That's where being thankful is so important. Let me tell you something, I'll be thanking God for this conference for days. Because I think it's been pretty good and I know it wasn't me. Amen. And pride is hard to stay away from. The devil's sin was pride. And he wants all of us to be proud and think we can do it ourselves. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And I love this, James 4, 6. Have you ever tried really, really hard in your life to make something happen and no matter what you did, it just wasn't happening? and you were sure it was the devil opposing you. <laughs> yeah, well, been there, done that. I tried to change Dave. I tried to make my ministry grow. I tried so hard to change myself. Lord, I wanted to be sweet. I wanted to be kind. I wanted to be nice. <laughs> and it seemed like the harder I tried, the worse I acted. <laughs> and I really thought it was the devil. But God brought me to James 4, 6. The Amplified says, but he gives us more and more grace. And then in parentheses it says, power of the Holy Spirit. 
See, grace is undeserved favor, but it's not just undeserved favor. It's power of the Holy Spirit to do through you what you can never do yourself. Grace allows you to do with ease what you could never do on your own with any amount of struggle and effort. Let's say it again. Grace allows you to do with ease what you could never do yourself with any amount of struggle and effort. I can't change myself. I can want to change, and I can study in the area where I'm having problems, but at that point, it's got to be the Holy Ghost. God never asks you to do something you can't do. I, I can't change another person. I can pray for them. I can be an example to them, but I can't make them change. I, can, I can't do that. I couldn't make my ministry grow. I had a vision 40 years ago to do what I'm doing now. And I mean, for 20 years, I did little meetings of 10 people and 20 people. And man, if I ever got 100 people, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. <laughs> my gosh. I remember one meeting, there were nine people, and I brought five of them with me. <laughs> so you got to prove yourself faithful. God tells us to love everyone. We may not feel like doing it, but it's something we need to do on purpose. Christians are supposed to act differently and show love by being patient with other people's weaknesses. 1 John 3.18 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Emotional stability. Some people have it, and then there's the rest of us. But Joyce Meyer wants to take you on a 90-day journey to emotional health in her newest devotional, Managing Your Emotions. We have feelings, but we cannot let them have us. Experience an emotionally healthy life, one day and one decision at a time. Managing Your Emotions. Visit JoyceMeyer.org and order your copy today. Thanks for listening to Enjoying Everyday Life and supporting Joyce Meyer Ministries. Together with our family of partners, we're sharing the gospel and shining the tangible love of Christ through outreaches around the world.